Hey, welcome to Epistemic Entrepreneur, the podcast dedicated to scientists, entrepreneurs, and who change our lives for, for a better future. Today, uh, I have a fantastic co-host with me, uh, Dr. Fanny Nussbaum, um, neuroscientist, psychologist, ex leading expert, and academic researcher um, in intelligence and human performance. Hello, Fanny. How are you? Fine, thanks. Hi. Hi, hi Hello. Harry. Hi, everybody. <laughs> And today, our guest uh, is uh, Dr. Tahere Pazuki, uh, founder CEO at MagRead, a, a fantastic uh, educational uh, text um, solution provider. So how are you, Tahere? Thank you so much for, for being our guest today. Thank you, Ari. Thanks for the invitation. That's My great pleasure. to be here again. Yeah, it's always great to be here. Very nice to see Fanny. Pleasure Very to nice to have you. <laughs> Uh, so the the program is uh, let's say we will talk about your your background from uh, Iran to Luxembourg and as a startup uh, founder, uh, just you know to know you better and then we 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 let you present us in deep uh, Magrid. It's an interactive uh, discussion. So Fanny, uh, um, I'm a wordy guy, you know. So please do not hesitate to interrupt me and and to interrupt even uh, Tare to to ask a question. Uh, so do you, do you like the the framework I propose you? Let's go. Perfect. <laughs> great, great. So Tare, please, um, where are you born and uh, and why? <laughs> oh, All we're going one. to start speaking about about God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm Tahere. I'm um, uh, originally from Iran. I was born in, in Iran, in Tehran, and uh, I left Iran about 11 years ago in 2012 to come to Luxembourg to continue my uh, my study. I came here to, uh, to complete my master uh, in computer science. And uh, yeah, and that was the, the, the beginning of the journey. <laughs> Was was your uh, parental environment uh, also uh, very scientist, made of scientists, or not at all? Uh, uh, I, I like to, to, to know uh, how the kind of child you were, you know. You, uh, yeah. uh, did you do experiments in the backyard of your, of your parents? <laughs> or... Yeah, yeah, the, the whole family, they are very into, into science and oh. something, and um, yeah, that's... Uh, the best uh, that's what they are <laughs> good in let's say so they they, they were your your role model in, in yes in, yes in both my, my my father he he is still professor at university wow. actually he was also um studying and giving lectures at sorbonne university for 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 a while and uh yeah he was also studying in uh in cambridge and then he went to france but he they went back to to iran and uh, yeah, it was always like, uh, I remember we were, my, my dad has a big table that he was always having his book around and uh, we were also sitting around and like just uh, bringing on and acting like uh, him to just <laughs> doing that. Yeah. And my mom, she was um, also already back then, she, she was working in the um uh oil company in Iran and they were the, the first group that they had access to computers and also courses on like how to work with computer and then he was giving uh lectures there and that's and so when I was going um like to his uh, workplace 
I uh, I was very little and then I wanted to like to just play with computers. Um, they back then they had the, the DOS operating system, so I had to like uh, write in there the, the the script to run the game, and I was already feeling like I'm so cool. I'm sitting here and <laughs> doing that, and then it already like uh, uh, yeah. From there, I always wanted to like continue studying computer science, and uh, I was finding it yeah. Uh, very interesting. <laughs> so you were completely infused by science and logical thinking and and problem thing, problem solving very early. Yeah, yeah. My 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 parents they they always were like from very uh, early age they were treating us like like an adult for every uh, like every problem we had or every challenge we had they would bring us all together like bringing facts acting mm -hmm. facts asking for different facts and like yeah why do you think what did you test to solve this problem and it was really um yeah and then I was like telling my uh friends or even my cousins they were like why do you do this I'm like oh this is so cool and uh and he was always also asking me like to read book and then to come um to present it for the whole family like as a very official presentation starting the ending so it was uh yeah i guess a little bit different <laughs> in that sense very nice. <laughs> yeah but he was also very very punctual and it was also not not always that fun because he he wanted everything to be perfect and uh so as a child um yeah i um uh, It was yeah sometimes difficult, but um, yeah I was enjoying. And then, given that we were like uh, already from a very young age, like he was teaching us, and we were always like beyond the school, um, uh, like curriculum, etc. So I I also jumped two years at school. So like from second grade, I went to fourth grade and. Um, yeah, but it was like missing your summertime, but I was like enjoying it uh, so much like uh, that I was like, oh, but this is so cool. Now I am <laughs> going uh, <laughs> to be the youngest in the class. And again, so it was yeah, a bit different, but at the same time fun. <laughs> it's, it's very important what you are saying, because we have enough discussion with Fanny and about uh, uh, the the environment that can nurture a child and your your parents were scientists they nurtured you you know to to become the the woman you are now and also Fanny is an intellectual she's a, she's a scholar she's she's a, she's a psychologist neuroscientist she's she nurtured her child mm -hmm. also uh, and I, and I and I'm listening to one of your interviews that that your child has jumped at school uh, some classes so um, like you yeah ah. <laughs> <laughs> the the you will see why I am asking you about this this childhood uh, era because your solution is also made for you know people who are mm -hmm. not can, who can't offer this kind of nurturing environment so we have to invent solution to to you know to to bring everybody uh on board you know on the on the so that's that's the that's the why of my question you know it's not to to be to be unpersonal and ask you asking you um no personal question it's also yeah. you know there is a link between what you do yeah yeah exactly and uh Yeah, I, I always liked the children and like my my brother, he's uh, seven years younger than me. And, you know, like in uh, 
maybe more in um, those countries that the like older sibling is always taking care of the younger one. So I was then the one taking care of my younger brother. That's yeah, I had to make sure for his like exams and making him puzzles, like making drawings and yeah. uh, so on. And um, he had uh, when he was a kid, he had some uh, physical uh, problems. Uh, like medical problem that uh, due to that he had to be a lot in hospital and uh, so I had to like be with him and uh, as then he was the missing um, uh, school time so I was mainly responsible for him and trying to like making him catch up with the stuff Uh, yeah so from there then it was uh, always with me let's say the plant was already mm-hmm. uh, the, the seed was planted already back then that um, yeah why shouldn't all children have access and like why some some stuff like this should cause cause difficulties for them but when I was seeing that while working with my brother I was always like doing drawings for him and uh, turning uh, everything into much more um, like fun way but also very intuitive like understanding stuff and then I was saying oh it's working uh so why it shouldn't work like for for others and um he my brother he recently graduated also in computer science and uh, he's now part of our team so he's a tech developer and part of our team so that's uh I said yeah he that's that can be also like for for all children this is fascinating yeah, uh, and um, I I imagine uh, from from all what you say that uh, that you also uh, well I, I think that we are kind of sisters in that in that kind of a <laughs> state of mind because um, we are both um, uh, working uh, on uh, yeah. rezoning and uh, on the uh, academic uh, rezoning, yeah. but uh, I think that we are both convinced that uh rezoning uh is not, is a consequence it's not the way uh to, to the, the right way to learn and the right way to learn is uh, uh what uh, daniel kenman would call the, the 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 first system the system one um uh, or um, what uh, some neuroscientists uh, call can can uh, and not only neuroscientists, but many people can call it intuition, and that mm-hmm. neuroscientists uh, so like um, uh, I don't know how you say it, Beati, Beati, and and colleagues uh, who who showed that that really the prefrontal cortex is has nothing to do with intuition. It it's not uh, uh, to to learn uh, about uh, um, uh, algorithmic reasoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to to forget academic rezoning, <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I think that your your solution is really um, revolutionary for that because uh, you, you go by intuition to to mm-hmm. academic rezoning, and it's uh, really the, the great combo. Bravo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's it's fascinating, uh, and also concerning your your path, you know, uh, because. If you didn't have you know this situation with your brother, your destiny could have been something else. You could have ended engineer at Google, you know, and making algorithm to to control the world, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, you have this situation with your brother, 
and you ended, you know, Luxembourg, and you know, doing, of course, your ending your 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 master degree in uh, in in engineering in in computer science, and it's very fascinating how you you decided, you know, okay, now I will stop. I will I won't go to Google or other big tech company. I will do a PhD in cognitive science. Cognitive psychology is very hard, you know, because uh, mm. you you need to have uh, undergraduate back back uh, education you know before before at applying to a master or even to a phd uh, mm-hmm. there are a lot of uh, base of knowledge you know you have to integrate before uh, knocking at the door of a phd program in psychology uh, so could you maybe explain us how you you did this move because it's really mm-hmm. fascinating yeah it was uh, yeah i always was very interested in subjects related to psychology cognitive science neuroscience they were always like my my hobbies to read mm. these uh, kind of books and um and i never wanted to be a uh, like just a developer wanted like always to use my knowledge and expertise in computer science in another discipline to be able to really uh build something with that knowledge not just to um yeah be a be a programmer and uh so yeah so i decided to uh, first doing uh my my master's thesis already a joint project between computer science and psychology so to get a bit more familiar with, with the ideas and uh, then then started the the phd of course my my professor back then who agreed um doing this was was very 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 big uh, help for me because usually yeah. not the case you need to have bachelor or master in in that field but um yeah i told him that i am committed in uh, in doing this so like the the first years i was just reading um to better understand um just the terminology you know everything was so different um even very same concepts they were calling it differently like in computer science or in psychology so uh, getting familiar with terminology, the way they are writing articles in computer science is different from psychology. So everything was uh, very new. And as I had to like uh, then graduate in a PhD in psychology, so I had to also submit um, and like publish in journals of psychology. So it had to be really, uh, yeah, getting familiar with that as much. But it was always like, very interesting for me that it, uh, I was not feeling that, oh, I regret doing this, but uh, rather like, oh, that's great. Now I have like another, um, another, let's say, vision to, to hold things, especially because when I, when, um, I don't know if it's always the case, but when I was doing master in computer science, students or professors, they were always thinking they are the one and only one in the world. Like they are the smartest people. And I think uh, so, I, that I am. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Then, thank you. I mean, like people that they, like the, the ones that they were doing, like engineering, computer mm-hmm. science, they had this vision and they were looking at sciences like psychology cognitive science that oh this is just it's not theory. this is not mm-hmm. science mm-hmm. and um and when i um when i started studying psychology i was like getting more and more fascinated that this is really really uh interesting and they are doing very similar stuff sometimes like for their research they they calling it differently or the 
uh, the way of doing it is very similar, but they are just not familiar. They are like the, the way they are doing stuff is very similar. And it is science is younger science compared to the the like mathematics or computer science, like the the, the core. But it is um, uh, yeah, uh, like uh, you you can you cannot say this is not science. This was for me then a very uh, very big learning that I was then going back to my friend and saying you are so wrong. You have to start learning to understand. <laughs> this yeah but so it was very uh yeah very fulfilling and also the, the professors I had I would say that I was very lucky that they were helping me a lot also the colleagues that I could always go to them ask them and they were very open to like um yeah teaching uh -huh. stuff so, were, yeah no sorry. problem <laughs> and, and when was it that that you shifted uh between the, the the normal way of, of teaching your brother I guess uh, mathematics and uh, and the, the the other way when when did you discover how, how did you did you come to to say well it doesn't work like this so I'm, I'm gonna try another way and, and it will be yeah yeah so you know you were like kids you are doing uh, you're doing stuff I was trying to explain and um I'm not um um uh, I'm, I'm not the best person in like uh talking or writing i'm not very good with uh with words and stuff so i was always trying to like make make a drawing and then i was thinking mm. oh it's actually working better than me trying to like uh conceptualize stuff in words and um that's that's easier for me to like show and that was also easier for him to understand or like when bringing stuff that we can really like um, you know. So, so you're telling us that your your solution is as good for uh, uh, children as for the teachers because yeah. you're speaking exactly. about you first. Exactly. It was really your problem first. Exactly, exactly, mm -hmm. very much because also with different a group of children, this is also many often the the challenge also for teachers mm -hmm. that they cannot convey the, these ideas, mm -hmm. but it might be much easier to like with uh with showing and with like doing things rather than explaining yeah. i think that well the the problem you you've been confronted to and uh and which made you find this uh, the, the, this application is uh, is the same today with the prompt uh, mm -hmm. you know uh, with chat gpt or or yeah. uh, mid journey when you have to write a prompt now there are many people who teach you how to write a prompt and yeah. it shows you how how difficult it is uh, for people to 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 con convert their yeah. ideas in, in, uh, in they have an image in yeah. in, in, in exactly. their head or they have um the, the what what they want to go to to mm -hmm. the the solution they want to to arrive to but they don't have the words uh to, exactly. to go there and so uh what, what you do is uh, an opposite to yes. the, the opposite way to the prompt it, yeah is, yeah yeah and you also somehow words. uh remove this uh dependency let's say if you're your learning is dependent on your language skills then you always have to like you are you're dependent if you are not as proficient mm. it, not having any problem even not being uh, immigrant or something just not as proficient in a the language then your other skills is also always 
like going back on how, how proficient yeah. you are in the language, but then you are disentangling the two, so you can still like improve in the other areas. At least your let's say one domain problem doesn't become a general problem in exactly. that sense. Yeah, and it's funny also because. Um, I, I, well, my daughter loves mathematics. I, I don't know why, because really, <laughs> neither her father nor, nor me are very interested in mathematics. Well, I, I exaggerate a little yeah. bit, but uh, and uh, and I always tell her, well, she she loves that, so so it's okay. But when she 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 struggles sometimes, I tell her, uh, the only thing you have to do for the moment is. Uh, uh, till you you don't have uh, the 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 perfect solution <laughs> yeah. to to learn mathematics. The, the only thing you have to do is to understand the. Um, I don't know how you say consigne. Uh, uh, maybe the access the the the, the prompt. The, it would be <laughs> uh, you know the form, the, the, how the problem is written. You know exactly. Ah. Yeah. yeah, you read the first sentence. You know that uh, when yeah. you are young yeah. at school, they give you an exercise. And I say, you, if you understand the exactly. two or three sentences of the exercise, already it's eighty percent of the yeah. uh, of the exercise. So it's just words. Yes, uh, and and you mm -hmm. take off this difficulty because it's yeah. just a problem of understanding uh, yeah. French for for us. Yeah, or, or exactly. English or, yeah, like very uh, simple but very common exercise of already preschool is like color the shape that is different from other shapes. So this is verbally very heavy, although yes. this is not difficult. If you show two examples, then the child mm. is doing, continuing, but understanding just that sentence, it requires a lot of mastery in that exactly. language doesn't come like often come as there. Yeah. yeah, so in the classic, uh, uh, classic mathematics, uh, um, well, way to learn mathematics. Um, you have to be as good in language as yes. in mathematics. But in your way, if I understand well, because I didn't see uh, in, yeah. um, uh, processing, but uh, I understand that it's uh, you just have to. to yes, yeah, it's only, only about just uh, about mathematics. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not dependent yeah. on the on the other scale in that mm -hmm. sense. But you know, as also. Um, generally speaking, math and language, they are very like connected. Let's say they are using the same muscle. Mm. You are training the other one. You are also helping like indirectly, you are helping the same muscle for, yeah. for, for like, if you are training yourself in math, you are indirectly also helping your mind for better learning a language because it's at the end, like same. Exactly. Because yeah, my, um, maybe people who hear us don't know that but it's a it's part of the boucle of the the cycle of yeah, yeah, language yeah. Uh, mathematics uh, is a, a a little part in the brain of the uh, of the the language um, yeah processing and processing exactly yeah. <laughs> We we human uh, we human beings made uh, the teaching of math a hell. 
while uh, it's a natural thing. Uh, there is new, uh, I, I, I learned that even some animals have some kind of intuitive way of counting things, you know, yeah. uh, even even uh, birds can count, crow, crows, you know, they, they, they can count things. Of course, they, they can't make a, a differential analysis, you know, but, <laughs> but they can count uh, peanuts and, and it's fascinating. So it is something that is not a, a human particular trait, you know, to, but we human made made the teaching of my of, of math held by two two points. Um, the math formalism, but itself, which is a concept, uh, you know, we have decided that uh, uh, eagle, you know, is is a, is a, is a symbol. Uh, it's this and not and that one. So it's it's it, it by itself. It's is a it's it's a language, mm-hmm. and we and we we add on it the language we teach it. So we have double language to teach to teach a concept. Uh, why when we teach English, we, we teach it in English, you know, there's only one language. But when, when we teach math, uh, we have two languages. The formalism of, of math itself, which is that is a that is a language, and the, the, the language of the, the one who teach it. And and this is fascinating how you you know you you intuitively and also by your life experience find that this was a problem, a big problem. So during your PhD, you investigate that very, very deeply. Uh um and was it also something that your PhD supervisor or laboratory was in mind that, you know, kind of alignment yeah. of planets, you know, you have you have this intuition and you yeah. find this lab who, who already have and you'd say, oh, we, we find each other, you know, we have to work to, to each other uh, or you bring the, you bring the idea inside the lab. Uh, it- was like this so we wanted uh, as a like your your phd you are you have a research question and uh, the the research question there was that um so given the context of luxembourg mm. that they are um so the, the the problem was coming let's say from the um the the problem existing in the com- country that white children they are not performing well in in mathematics and then that was like a general problem given to the department of like uh, education, et cetera, to, okay, investigate in that and uh, see what is the problem and what can be the solution. And um, so while they were like looking into the potential problems, um, we also encountered that language can be a big barrier, especially in Luxembourg that over 60 percent of children that they started schooling they never heard the language of instruction mm-hmm. which is Luxembourgish before right. so it's not even about the mastery of language but they never heard the language before and this is causing a big challenge for children but also again for teachers to, to be able to uh, solve this um, issue and to teach them and uh, here we had like uh, we could see that they we have children that they are already preschool age. They have to repeat a class just because they didn't master the, the language. They didn't get enough course. So they are like maybe eight, nine years old, but they are in the class of five, six years old children. And this is like already killing the confidence of, of these children. So they, they think already, oh, I'm not good enough. And uh, and there were always this performance gap also between native speaker and non-native speaker, and this gap continues to, to grow. Um, and so we were thinking how we can close this performance gap between native speaker and non-native speaker. But actually, later on, when uh, we were doing the research, we noticed that it's not only 
uh, immigrant children that they aren't uh, like they have this difficulty. But if you look at uh, on average, any classroom, 30% of children, they have difficulty with um, understanding or processing of the language. So it can be children who are second language learners. It can be just children who haven't yet mastered the language. It could be children who are in like autism spectrum or they have like a language, they are language disorders. They have hearing difficulty. They like children with um dyslexia, etc. So on average, 30% of each classroom, they have these uh, challenges. But the way that we are doing the, the teaching and learning, it's always with, with language. We are like giving the course, we are asking with, uh, with language, with words, all the school materials are in words and everything. So uh, we were thinking that, okay, how can we solve this problem? We, we came up with three uh, potential solution. Um, one, that we can train children in the language of instruction. So we can train them in Luxembourgish. And the other potential solution was that we can train them in their mother tongue language, because there are also several studies showing that children who are better in their mother tongue language, they are learning the new language easier, and they are also better in math. And the third um, idea was to have a language-free training program. So we had all three, and we started then running, let's say, testing uh, our hypothesis or testing the potential solutions um, in a uh, different group of children. And then as a result of this, the, the language-free training came as the most effective way. So both both other um, uh, potential solutions, they need a lot of time. So they say usually it takes five to eight years for a child or for anyone to get to a level in a language to be able to learn in that language easily. So it takes so much time to either uh, teach them the language of instruction at the level that they get that proficient um, or in their mother tongue. So they they can still do it, but this is still creates this gap for them in learning math. So we said then that's why uh, like then having the language free training for this period was um, the most came out as the most effective solution. But what was very interesting for us was that when we were uh, when we created like this uh, language free training materials which is by like all visual and all like learning by doing the training itself like um, magrid training itself was language free but the pretest and the post test we have they were language based mm. but they still did it better. So the language-free training, they could still transfer the knowledge to mm -hmm. language-based testing, which was very fascinating for us because we thought, okay, maybe they will learn it, but they can never transfer. They can never then do it in, in a real test, in a school test. But uh, they could transfer this knowledge to language-based testing. And this was um, a very interesting part of the this study. You this want is, to say something? I yes, this is fascinating, and I want to to uh, to uh, to ask Fanny about my perception of the psychological process of these things. It's like um, intuitively, you know, I understand what is what a triangle is, what it was around. For me, is you know the geometry, 
And then when I intuitively, intuitively, sorry, intuitively understand it, then I accept to put words on it, you know, triangle, round, arithmetic, one, two, three. My, my brain is ready to accept the word. But if I explain it with words, you know, yeah. first it can be a kind of, you know, rejection, you know, kind of reactance. I don't know if I'm, I'm correct. No, sorry for my naive questions. Yeah. No, no, it's completely right. And it's not only the case for for mathematics, it's, mm -hmm. it's the case for everything you learn um, when you 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 go to to on the process to being competent to be, being competent means uh, means uh, um, automatic uh, automatize uh, mm -hmm. your your intern processes and so uh, to automatize them you have to you have to learn them a lot more intuitively so yeah you you're completely right but giving the words before it it uh, it closes a window, um, but uh, giving an image before just a, a feeling or an, an experiment, as uh, Leonardo da Vinci would say, uh, mm. uh, uh, da Vinci, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, he was always saying that, and he was against reasoning, <laughs> uh, but he was an intellectual also, um, and, and he always said that experience uh, uh, is. Uh, uh, primes is before uh, reasoning, um, uh, and that uh, yeah, the 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 algorithmic thinking is, should be after. So the language should be after, mm. and, uh, this and is me makes... uh, uh, <laughs> who is always using the language for everything that says that. So <laughs> and it makes a lot of sense in terms of. Uh... Uh, psychological evolution, you know, uh, we were monkey before, kind of monkey, you know, we were, we were, we were uh, speechless uh, primate before, before becoming the homo sapiens, uh, speaking homo sapiens. And yeah. the, 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 the primate were very smart, you know, and they are still, and you are, our cousin, our monkey are very smart too. So they understand many things, you know, but they can't speak it, you know, they can't tell it. So it makes a lot of sense what you do. And once again, the destiny is crazy you know you have this personal experience you could have you know uh, you could have applied for many other university ended in, in in uk or in france or japan you know and, and you go without, to without psychology this... <laughs> and yes you know in a country many iranian may do their phd in japan too so and you know in japan you have this homogeneity of ethnocultural people so and you, you don't you are not faces to 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 this problem particular problem of Luxembourg you know which is a very cosmopolitan country many people coming from all the all the country of Europe so you know and this makes a lot of sense you know uh, the destiny your destiny is amazing and how from your personal uh, experience in Iran you ended in Luxembourg in in this particular environment this particular mm -hmm. problematic and in and in the lab you know that were ready to to solve this problem this is crazy so just mm -hmm. to make the story short you you created a startup based on your research called Magrid Magrid uh, teaching solution and uh how many people you are and uh, um and maybe you would like to show us uh, the solution yes. because we 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 teased a, <laughs> Lots. Great solution. Maybe we want to see it now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, um, uh, like when we created the program, uh, it, it was all still at that time a research, and there was no idea of like uh, 
business or something. Um, but once we finished our testing at school, teachers, they started asking us if they can keep the material at school, if they can continue using it. And uh, we're like, yeah, of course, we're so happy to hear that that it's they also felt it was successful because like you have something on, on paper in research in numbers and quantities, but them also seeing their results as a teacher was was interesting for us. And again, as it was research, we had to publish the, the, the scientific results. And as soon as we started um, publishing the articles, I started getting um, a lot of emails from like all around the world, from South Africa to Brazil to Turkey, from Iran. Um, and they wanted to like they were asking uh, if they can because they are facing similar situation and sim similar difficulties and they were asking how they can get to work with the program. So uh, that was the moment where it came to my mind, oh, OK, this can be maybe more than a research project. I can maybe turn this to a product and then uh, making mm -hmm. it uh, useful for, for, for people. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, as soon as then I finished my my PhD, then I started the like uh, launching the uh, founding the company and then launching the product. And as here in Luxembourg was the uh, the teachers already experienced that. And once we also showed uh, to the Ministry of Education the result of the the study. Um, they were very open and they validated further themselves the solution and then they implemented it in all public schools in Luxembourg. Um, so now it's like uh, in, in all school, no matter if a child is native speaker or like having migratory background or if the child, they have a special education needs. So also in uh, like Centre de Logopédie, like for children with um, language problem or hearing difficulties, because by nature it's language free, so they can also immediately benefit from that. And also, so how, how many children does it make in Luxembourg? In in Luxembourg, it's yearly about twelve thousand children. Wow. Yeah, so it's a lot of children. I was also not expecting yeah. from Luxembourg. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and also on the uh, competency centers for, for children with a special need, like uh, children who are having learning disabilities, like dyslexia, dyscalculia, dyspraxia, uh, dysgraphia, or children in autism spectrum. So they are also like working with the program. Uh, another aspect of Magrid that I would say it uh, makes it relatively unique is that once we were doing the uh, our study and our research on why some children they learn math let's say faster they perform better the other comparatively um, less so we found that the um, on some foundational skills so we, we noticed that the building blocks of mathematical skills uh, or being the numeracy is the cognitive skills and also visual and spatial abilities. So to 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 create Magrid, we took like first one step back to first train the visual and spatial skills in children in general um, cognitive skills. And then after that, we starting with numeracy and with mathematics. So that's a particular part it helps a lot children with special needs because they are um, often lacking these uh, cognitive skills and this is helping them a lot on that side so yeah that's why we also have like older children 
that they are maybe good still in numeracy and in math, but, but they are lagging the foundational skills. So they are working with it to, to complete that uh, knowledge set, like from spatial perception to mental rotation, pattern recognition, and uh, uh, fine motor skills, the tasks for training visual motor skills, fine motor skills. Um, yeah, so that makes it somehow a complete um, program for building strong foundation, let's say, to start math. And that's why they already get the, uh, once the, the, the foundation is there, then it's easier to build on top of that, starting the, the numeracy and et cetera. And uh, yeah, then after Luxembourg, uh, then it came uh, Portugal, and then it came like then the, the next uh, uh, countries. It came, let's say, we, we had uh, also a lot of um, requests from the US. Uh, it was a bit uh, uh, surprising, but I learned that they are um, much more advanced, or let's say they started special education needs uh, be, like before us. So now, for instance, in Luxembourg, this is not, uh, not a long time that they have these competency centers and psychologists, or at this level, it wasn't um, uh, the case before, but there they already had, um, like they were more advanced in that sense. And uh, yeah, so that was on the um on that part of it and uh, so i started the company as a company in 2020 like the, the covid year uh alone and now we are a team of around 10 people almost uh yeah and uh partially in luxembourg part in the in, in portugal and also some part in the u.s and what, what are the expertise of your team members, psychologists, uh, IT programmer, uh, designer? What what are the mix of your your guys, marketers? Exactly. Yeah, so we have uh, we have psychologists. We have uh, like for for working with teachers, we have like uh, um, the, the the support, both technical support, but also like customer enablements that they can. Uh, continue working, helping them, organizing the classroom, etc. And like teacher trainer, we have mm. also our, our tech team that is um, both from the UI UX design to development, like backend, mm. the web, and also on the application. Then we have uh, our salesperson, and uh, we are still like looking to complete our team mainly on the. Uh, marketing, communication, PR. So it's a growing adventure. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, maybe you would like to, to show us some uh, some screen if you, if you wish, of course, because yes, you tease absolutely. us so much. We know we, we want to learn math. <laughs> we want to learn math right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I encourage you. Maybe at the same time you can, uh, like, on your phone, you can search MagRead from mm -hmm. Google Play or or apps. Mm -hmm. Um, and then um, from there, when you like find the application, you can uh, install. I have a. Um, I will of course share all the link uh, in, the, in the blog post. Magritte is is um, uh, M A G R I T T. G R I D. Like A D Magrid. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. I had a presentation, but I guess we are now. Yeah. Also, we were like fortunate to. To receive awards at national, European, and like 
transcendental level. Just recently, we won the uh, MIT Solve Award, and uh, that's for that. Actually, on, on Saturday, I'm traveling to MIT. They have the events for for all the solvers. They call it. And uh, also yesterday, I got the an email that we won the CI CCSI uh, award. That is um, a most impactful solution. That it was like uh, it's also international, and uh, it's more on the America and Latin America, uh, but also from Qatar Foundation and uh, uh, European Investment Bank, etc. Uh, yeah. So if you have found Magrid, and you can find it on Google Play, Apple Store, Microsoft Store, and uh, then you can get to start working with it. You can work it either at, at home as a parent or at school as a teacher with your children. And uh, yeah, then you can uh, start uh, the, the journey of learning math. So it's a two-year program. Um, today, it's uh, it's designed to be used uh, only for 10 to 15 minutes a day uh, for three to four times a week. So not more than an hour per week. And it's actually block you after 10 minutes. So we don't want to like uh, overuse the screen time, especially as they are very young children. Mm. Um, yeah. How, how old are they? Uh, so it's starting from three and a half four years old and uh, then it's more of the developmental age rather than like biological age especially with children with special need uh, so it's a two-year program um, and um, yeah so we have also children that they are 12 years old but like with either in autism spectrum or with um, down syndrome that they are cognitively delayed so they still need to um, so this is like one example. Okay. Okay. The child in Luxembourg. It's a Brazilian child. Yeah, you can find the uh, more um videos on our YouTube channel, also on Magrid Learning Solution. All the videos are there, both from teachers or from different uh children with different backgrounds and uh, profiles. Um, and uh, you can also experience it yourself working with Magritte. Thank you. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. I just um, took it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Um, if you allow, if you allow me, I would like to 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 ask uh, maybe uh, um, a question that is a little bit hot. You know, in France, we have um, <laughs> yeah, we have uh, you know, every year we have a. Uh, article in mainstream in mainstream press saying that the IQ is falling decreasing we we are we are falling our ranking in the pizza is in the pizza in the pizza ranking i don't want to enter into this debate debate but i want to know if um, if your solution can be um can be a support you know to if if we don't let children at the very early early uh, ages you know to drop out mouth to keep them into the into the math and, and and help them to to learn and to 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 love math you know maybe we can we can have we can raise the iq of the population uh where the solution is implemented and because we need adults to 
who can solve global challenges, you know, with uh, and logical thinking problem solving is very important. What is what is your thought about what, what I'm saying? Is it um, science fiction or, or it could have some 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 let's say some reality? Yes, the funny is more uh, expert uh, on that. Uh, but what we have on on data, like from our studies, so so far we have conducted six scientific studies in Luxembourg, Germany, France, and we are now doing the seven in Portugal, the University of Catholica Lisboa, on different group of children, uh, like from children who are let's say typically developed native speaker also to children who are having migratory backgrounds, children with a special education need, uh, different group of children. And what we saw in different studies was that we always saw a very, uh, very big performance increase on different group of children, no matter which group, uh, up to 70%. Uh, increase in the performance in different uh, a range of uh, like from visual spatial but also uh, numerical skills uh, we never had a study on like seeing if it also raised IQ so I cannot uh, like say anything I don't have information on that but we saw on the on the performance and on the school um, tests that they are doing better and also like so we had different sort of studies we had uh, quantitative studies that gives us the number, like how much they um, their, their performance was improved, but also qualitative studies with teachers and parents, more on the, the, the confidence of children in math and also on their uh, mass anxiety. So like now we see lots that they, this mass anxiety becoming also an issue, but this was often the case that they become more confident and also liking more the mass as they were being able to work with it on their own pace visually without any um, uh, like easily getting interactive on feedback to be able to work with it. And uh, so seeing that, oh, okay, I can do it. And then this mass anxiety was gone. I, I heard this um, quite often from parents that yeah, my daughter, she never wanted to like play with us the games that's needing numbers. And uh, but like after this period, I don't know, the summertime that they were working with Magritte or Christmas time, then they were like, oh, but now I want to play with you. I I can now beat you. I know I'm good in that. So that's always very encouraging and motivational for me to hear that and see this. But what, what, do, you, what do you think, Fanny? What's your thought on that? Well, I, I think that, um, well, I, I will have to leave you very, um, soon because I have uh, patience uh, from now. But um, uh, so I, I will try to be for once <laughs> short in my answer. Um, I, I think that it, it sounds uh, quite um, logical that uh, that your your solution, my grade, was, would uh, would raise the the IQ because uh, the the IQ is is really about um, uh, uh, rezoning. Uh, so normally it should raise it, and also because IQ. Uh, IQ tests uh, were made uh, at first for for school uh, for um, for academics, so it, it would be normally it should it should uh, uh, go together. Uh, but I think also that uh, uh, communication is uh, 
is is the yeah the most important things thing for that uh, I think that uh, um, before uh, well not I, I change my my way to say it um, uh, if if we want uh, schools maybe in France for example who uh, I think that France wouldn't be ready now to 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 teach uh, like you teach in Luxembourg or maybe in uh, United States and for it uh, to to happen uh, you have first or we have first to to do a communication plan and to to make uh, intellectuals become rock stars mm -hmm. and when intellectuals will become rock stars and maybe um, uh, Nobel Prize, uh, not Nobel um, fields, uh, medal fields, uh, prize, uh, uh, prizes, or uh, th those people who, who are very, very bright and, and mostly in mathematics, then uh, uh, your solution can come to school and then the IQ <laughs> would rise. <laughs> But the IQ can't rise if uh, if the rock stars are, are not intellectuals, uh, intellectuals because today it doesn't mean anything to be to to be yeah. uh, using yeah. your brain. It's uh, you and I. We are we are not uh, well. It's not uh, what we do is not very sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you said it um, because you, you were very excited when <laughs> when you were at school and, and working more and stuff. But but uh, the other children were looking at, at you like that, and yeah. and uh, they wanted to become football players, yeah. but not not intellectuals. So I really don't have uh, anything against football players. I think it's yeah. it's great because they they are performers. But but uh, we have to 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 do something on communication and to 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 make intellectuals become more sexy, and then. Um, everything will will go with it, and your solution will be. You know, with, uh, this, those, is the, this is the job of of epistemic entrepreneur to promote brilliant people such yeah. as yourself and and for Adare mm -hmm. to show that uh, people who do science uh, are, are great and do fantastic things for for everyone and and accessible. You know, it's not just you know people doing some uh, weird math who nobody understands. We, you do, guys, you do fantastic job for, for uh, particularly Daare uh, and yourself, Annie, with your books that you. bring your knowledge, high-level knowledge to everyone. That And I would like to say that we will have a special uh, um, uh, interview with Fanny about your uh, her, her last book about human performance. Uh, Fanny, I won't, I won't keep you because your passion is you. more important <laughs> than everything. So thank you so much uh, you. for being with us today. It was very precious to have you. And, uh, really and let's tell you guys to, to stay tuned because we will have Fanny with us for the next round uh, to, to discuss uh, about human performance. Thank you so much, Fanny. Thank you very Thank much. You. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Ari. So, maybe uh, if, you allow, if you allow me one or two last questions, it was fantastic to hear you today. Um, we have also another problem in, in, in Western Europe and in many developed countries is the is the aging of the population and the, the need you know to 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 stimulate uh, the elders with the cognitive uh, cognitive uh, uh, things because it's very important for them to maintain the the their the brain with uh, with cognitive yeah. exercise. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, but of course it's just an hypothesis, you know, that your solution can also be used by elders, you know, just as uh, yeah. as a, because for example, my mother is she's uh, for uh, she's eighty years old and she played on on she 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 played spider on 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 the tab etc. But okay, it's fun. But 
I think your solution can also be very uh, a way to, to to maintain the muscle brain. <laughs> What yeah. do you think? Yeah, that's that's true. So, uh, like when we are born, we like gaining our, our cognitive skills. We are like improving on that, and then when we are also getting older, we slowly losing them. And uh, it's also very important to like make that uh, muscles working and then keeping them still active and, and working with them. Um, that's actually in our pipeline for wow. the, uh, for for working because yeah more and more like we see that the the, the generation like the, the aging and everything and they are having this difficulty uh we are like planning on creating another let's say pipeline next to that for for older people because that also needs uh, what we experience is that they they don't like to work with something that is designed for children. So um, uh, at least visually, it needs to be uh, different so that it doesn't feel like uh, it's for, for children. Um, but yeah, it can be similar exercises on different uh, competencies related to cognitive skills from working memory. It can be like, again, the, the visual perception, again, the motor skills. And uh, this can also be uh, a solution for them. Fantastic. I, I, I totally uh, have hope in yeah. this line of development. And, uh, and let's dream and maybe one day you can you can extend your, your solution to, to uh, secondary school and why not high school and even, even university because, uh, you know, Richard Feynman, you know, the famous mathematician, he was used to, to teach high-level mathematics with geometry, you know, while other professors, you know, teach it with, with formalism, you know, you know, this, yeah. this ugly formalism that, that, that push everyone out of math, except yeah. the tiny elite. But Feynman uh, was used to teach, uh, to talk, to, to teach, sorry, math with geometry, you know, even very high-level concepts. So geometry, I think, and, and intuitive and, and, and design mathematics with your, with your, with your way of teaching math is, I think, the, the future of teaching math. Let's see. I hope <laughs> we're taking one step at a time. So we are, uh, yeah, trying to expand that. That's my my wish, my dream to yeah increase and expand the the impact of the solution. But yeah, it's also not not that easy. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Uh, uh, thanks you very much, Tare, to Sorry. for being my guest today. It was so cool to have you. Uh, you know how much I uh, I love. Magrid and what you do at Magrid is uh, it's uh, it's one of the most beautiful startup I I you know I follow uh, uh, on the internet and and uh, and your and what you do is so great so thank you so much thank you so much Robert, for having me it's always great talking to you it's uh, yeah bringing smile and <laughs> it's fun talking to you. <laughs>